man, I'm oh, sorry. Sorry, I'm back. Oh, man, I'm back. Oh. Woo. I, you know, a lot of coffee, a lot of water fill, right, a lot man, of water, a lot of coffee. But it's all good, though. I was like um, on the toilet and uh, I was looking at my phone because, you know, that's that's what you do. You uh, look at your phone when you're on the toilet, right? And um, uh-huh. yeah, I saw a really interesting story about a little boy in Manchester who ate 54 <laughs> magnets just to see <laughs> if they would collect in his belly and then he could like stick metal objects to his stomach and they would be magnetized. <laughs> <laughs> Did it work? No, he started puking up bile and stuff. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> Apparently he couldn't move for like 12 days and he was just sitting there just like puking up bile and uh you just like glued to the fridge yeah (laughs) yeah dad's like surgery to get that shit removed but i just like i loved it like the article was just saying like his mom was all like oh he just loves science so much he just loves science i mean you know he's just well into (laughs) his science he could be a scientist one day (laughs) it did i think it's just uh, how bored we are in lockdown yeah. There were days where I've just sat in front of a magnet and being like, you know, how many of these could I swallow to become <laughs> Magneto? Magneto? How many would it take? How many would it take to make me a mutant? <laughs> yeah. Did you say 54? 54 magnets. He Who swallowed. had access to that many magnets? I don't know. Like, the, I'm imagining those blue and red magnets from school, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They look quite big. Yeah. I don't know if they were like those weird little magnetic balls or something, you know, like that stick together. I think that's what it was. Yeah. And he was just like, uh, he just swallowed them. (laughs) Swallow them all. All in the name of science. You know, just swallow your magnets in the name of science and hope that you can stick uh, magnets to your belly. You become a human refrigerator. <laughs> Someone's got to do it. It's a dirty yeah. job. Someone's got to do it. Oh yeah, sorry, sorry. Where? So where were we on? Uh, Colton Harris Moore. Oh uh, yeah, barefoot bandit. The barefoot bandit. The barefoot bandit. The barefoot bandit. It was around June 2010 that Colton was suspected of vehicle thefts as far east as Illinois passing through and stealing things in numerous states along the way. And on July 4th, 2010, Independence Day, this is where it gets interesting. A now 19-year-old Colton stole his third aircraft, a Cessna 400 single-engine airplane from the Bloomington, Indiana airport. The aircraft in question was later found in the shoreline waters 1,200 miles away. You made it pretty far that time. Of Great Abaco Island in the Bahamas. I'm going on vacation. All right. I remember by this point, this is where it really got interesting for me because I remember this is where it really became the story. Were you following this? I knew what's happening. Yeah, sort of. I didn't join the Facebook group, I think, but... You know, like I said, this this girl that I was talking to was telling me about it. Like, she turned my attention to it. So I started seeing some reports and stuff when it really started to become a thing. But this yeah, was yeah. where it got interesting because by this point, 
I don't even know if I was still talking to this girl anymore. You got what you needed out of it. <laughs> yeah, she gave me Colton. She gave me this story. She gave, she me, gave me something to fucking follow. She gave me my hero. <laughs> she gave me your hero. <laughs> like I said, I kind of hate it. This kid still. I love this kid. This kid. I want to make a movie about this kid. Yeah, <laughs> dude. This is like this is catch me if you can, man. This is catch yeah, me man. if you can. But he actually flies the plane in the movie. Yeah, he does. He made it to he made it to the Bahamas, and I remember this being a big thing. So this is how it played out over the next few days. Soon after, he supposedly stole this plane and crash landed in the Bahamas. Allegedly. <laughs> Numerous break-ins were reported across the island. And then a couple days later, an indictment was issued by a federal judge for interstate transport of stolen property and airplane theft from earlier in the year. And the FBI placed a $10,000 bounty for information leading to Colton's arrest. Oh my God. Mind you, that's $15,000 less than you can get if you go bag a Bigfoot in Oklahoma. <laughs> so what do you want to do? Just try and put your priorities here. Which one do you want to yeah. do? Do you want to turn in a hero, this folk hero, or do you want to go bag a Bigfoot and get $15,000 more <laughs> in today's money? So, <laughs> Not that 20 to 2009 money. Yeah. Chump change. Chump change. Yeah. Probably worth 10 times the amount that the money's <laughs> worth today. <laughs> oh, man. Breadcrumb. Hey, Born Again Patriots. Tired of all the bears getting in your back garden, running amok, and making your yard look like a circus? Look no further than Bear Be Gone from Peanut. Bear Be Gone was developed over years of painstaking research into the territoriality of grizzly bears. Each bottle contains a full liter of pheromones from over a hundred different grizzly alpha males. The musk is specifically designed to keep unwanted pests out, and even works wonders on that pesky neighbor Karen that's always eyeing her azalea garden. If you order now, we'll send you a Bear Be Gone decoy trash can for free. The decoy trash can looks like an ordinary trash can, but contains female grizzly bear pheromones to attract a male grizzly bear. As soon as the bear sticks his face inside, the Bear Be Gone decoy trash can emits a tasty honey meat that will soon send the bear into a drunken stupor. Then, with your mobile phone, call our Bear Be Gone specialist and we'll fly in a rescue chopper to airlift the grizzly bear out of your yard and straight to Hollywood, where they'll be trained to fight former professional wrestlers. It's a win-win! Bear be gone. Be gone, bear. Use promo code breadcrumbs at checkout to get a Country Bears DVD free with your order. Breadcrumb. So on July 10th, 2010, Colton Harrismore was captured just before dawn no. at Harbor Island, Bahamas. Local officers picked up his trail after recovering a 44-foot speedboat that he had stolen. <laughs> before being arrested, Moore threw his portable computer into the water and put a gun to his head. But the police talked him out of killing himself. Don't kill yourself, just come to jail. Come to jail, come to jail, please. Please, thank you. I remember this arrest happening, because this was like, I was like, holy shit, the arrest. Oh my God, they called him, holy shit. And I remember thinking, he's gonna get murdered in the Bahamas. Because they were pissed. I remember (laughs) that they were pissed off. He was stealing shit from all these houses and stealing yeah. boats. Like, I think he stole more than just one boat. Yeah, I can imagine. He just goes boat to boat. <laughs> yeah. It was just really inconvenient for everyone. Yeah. It's really hard to, like, 
find all those stories now, but I remember back then trying when to connect them, yeah. broke, it was just like, it, it seemed like they were really mad at him. He told police though, that he intended to go to Cuba to throw authorities off his trail. And then from there to the Turks and Caicos Islands. And his mother had hoped that he would flee to a country that didn't have any extradition treaty with the United States. Yeah, yeah. She kind of was this weird character. During all this, she kept saying stuff like, oh, I hope he'll turn himself in before he gets hurt, or I hope he's just, like not being dumb, blah, blah, blah. But she's also likely like a very horrible person to kind of like grow up with, <laughs> you know, an yeah. alcoholic woman who apparently had a mean temper and yeah. So arguably complicit and all this. Yes. I mean, I don't know. It's hard to, that's the thing. Like, how do you drive yourself to being a person who's just going to snap and start stealing shit from all this, all these people who have not really done anything? I don't know. How, where is that disconnect there? Because there is something completely wrong with this kid. And he was like, obviously, you know, ADHD and like, you know, mm. it's like there was a lot of problems he had mentally and stuff, but he was also very fucking smart. And, you know, yeah, man. It's, it's crazy, but. Colton Harris Moore pleaded guilty on July 13th, 2010 in the Bahamas to illegal entry to the Bahamas and illegally landing a plane. And he was sentenced to three months in jail or a $300 fine. That's it. That's all that he got in the Bahamas, which is interesting. I thought it would have been more than that. I, in my head, I thought he just was extradited to America, but I guess they were, yeah. they knew that America was gonna get him and they probably didn't want to mess with America, so they just kind of gave him a slap on the wrist. Yeah, yeah. So his mother wired the money to him, and he was deported to the U.S., and he was accompanied by FBI agents back to America on a plane where he faced federal charges. He waived his rights to a speedy trial, and on November the 2010, pleaded not guilty to charges of interstate transportation of stolen plane, boat, and gun, and being a fugitive in the possession of a firearm and flying a plane without a pilot's license. <laughs> I plead guilty only to being a folk hero. <laughs> to being an information to all the kids out there who one day want to fly a plane that isn't there. <laughs> and possibly fire at armed officials. Yes. <laughs> now, eventually Colton did plead guilty to state and federal charges and he was sentenced in January of 2012 to six and a half years on federal charges. He was sentenced before that in, in, on state charges in December 2011 uh, to seven years or just over seven years for state charges. And he would have to serve those concurrently. So basically fuck. about six or seven years in prison. And in July 2016, Colton Harris Moore was released on probation to a halfway house Oh, here we go again. Here we go again. <laughs> the feet were made for one. <laughs> this is where it really starts to sound like catch me if you can. So Did the FBI hire him to catch like another Colton Harrismore? Well, no, he was reportedly he's reportedly has secured a job at his defense attorney Seattle law firm doing low-level clerical work. So it's sort of like, you know, he's just working with his lawyer. And yeah, yeah. He actually tried to raise money via social media to, f I remember this story, to fund flight school training. Oh, <laughs> that's so cute. It was vetoed by his parole officer. <laughs> God damn, I would have thrown in a couple bucks for that. Yeah. That's a dream, obviously. Yeah. Just let him fly. I would never let him fly a plane. I would flying in. Yeah, it sounds like he but crashed if, quite a bit. But Yeah, quite a bit. Well, he's good at it, though. Yeah. 
He's good at crashing and surviving, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so all the money that he raised, his parole officer said that it must go towards the $129,000 in restitution that he owed to the victims. <laughs> He's like, oh, God damn it. <laughs> Never gonna live it down. So he did end up in debt one way or the other. Yeah. You can't Maybe. Man. It was during all this time, though, of course, his legend grew during all this time. And it was like, it was a big deal during that time specifically. Like in April 2010, 20th Century Fox purchased the film rights to a book, The Barefoot Pandit, The True Tale of Colton, Ter- Colton Harris Moore, New American Outlaw by Bob Friel. That film has never been made. I don't know if it will be, but there was a couple of documentaries that were made about him. And yeah, he apparently had to give up his rights to any money that could be made via his story being told. Why? It's his story, goddammit. I think it's because he owed so much money to people, like, for damages. <laughs> that much bullshit. So, in 2019, Colton wrote a letter to the judge to end his probation five months short so that he could visit friends overseas and he could accept work outside of Washington to do influencer-type engagements and as a motivational speaker. It had nothing else to do once you've been in prison. Yeah. And it was denied. I mean, by now, I guess that probation's over. It's past that point. He's, I guess, free. But, you know, now he's stuck in COVID world where you can't do anything anyway. But, I don't know. Actually, in America, fuck. But, uh, (laughs) you know, it seems like he turned his life around, you know. And I, I just feel bad. I felt bad for him. Like, I felt bad that I had, Mm. that I hated this guy. And it's like really silly and it seems like, you know, he had a tough life and, you know, I just, yeah. it's weird time, you know, like rich, the rich get richer and the poor get poorer and it's easy to kind of cheer on his antics. And back then it was, it was easy, you know, like that was around the time like Occupy Wall Street was going to happen, the bailouts and all that stuff was going on. Mm. So, you know, it's easy to cheer on someone who's, who's, uh, you know, stealing from the rich and, Maybe not given to the poor, but maybe given to himself. Maybe given to animal shelters. He was like... He was like a real Robin Hood, you know? But then Phil... Oh, yeah. I read that... And this might have been when he was still in prison. He had started a blog. (laughs) And this blog has since been removed, but you can still find this blog post in particular. The uh, Wayback Machine... Way back. Where he endorsed Donald J. Trump for president of the United States. And he went on a long, it was a long tirade about how Trump was the only person that could save America in its current financial state. He was the only person that was going to be able to save America and make America great. I'm turning. I'm turning on this guy. And he said that if Trump didn't win, that he'd probably move to another country and renounce his citizenship. Like Drake Campana. Like Drake Campana. Phil, I was fucking right all along. Fuck the Barefoot Bandit. <laughs> Fuck that kid. He was a piece of shit and I knew it. I knew it the whole fucking time. I fucking knew it. Fuck the Barefoot Bandit. He's a piece of shit. Trump-supporting asshole. 
not as smart as he thinks he is. He's just a dumbass who stole a lot of stuff from people. Hey, maybe you learned how to fly a plane just by looking at a simulator. Cool. A lot of kids could probably do that shit. But they went to fucking Civil Air Patrol and actually did something with their lives. This guy just went to fucking prison, got indoctrinated, and then just decided to say, I support Donald. Fuck the Barefoot Band. Yeah, get them fucking shoes, hippie. Breadcrumbs. Breadcrumbs.